Welcome to the Courtney Gray Podcast, the show for women who are ready to lose weight permanently and love their body, love the way they feel and look. I'm going to teach you how to stop overeating and obsessing about food and your weight so you can be more confident and empowered to then create an even bigger life. I'm life and body coach Courtney Gray, and each week I'm going to be teaching you how losing and maintaining your ideal weight can be so much easier than it's been in the past. And by taking care of you and achieving your health goals, you will live an even more amazing life than the one you have lived so far. Let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, episode 71, Overlooked Weight Loss Necessities. It's kind of a mouthful, but I'm excited to talk to you about it today. First, I thought I would just kind of share what I'm up to. It is gorgeous here. I'm loving, I love summer. I love 90 degree weather. And here in Northern California, it is so beautiful. I have been swimming in my pool and laying out and going on walks and working out and cooking and doing all the things. And I'm loving it. I'm also for my coaching business, really diving in with my clients and making them extra videos and providing extra kind of trainings and just loving on my coaching business. I'm really glad that Mother's Day is over and the jewelry is now put aside and I'm able to really kind of refocus back on the coaching. So I'm excited. I'm actually going to record two podcasts today, guys. I'm really growing up, (laughs) but I want to talk about overlooked weight loss necessities. So I'm going to give you two that I think are often overlooked necessities of weight loss and even more important of permanent weight loss, right? That's what we're always talking about here is losing weight for the last time and being able to maintain it beautifully. The two overlooked weight loss necessities are knowing your why, why you really want it and believing what you want is possible. Now you might hear those and you might be like, I thought you were going to talk about protein and exercise, or I thought, you know, you might be like, but this is the good stuff. This is the stuff that diets don't address. So this really is the powerful part of losing weight and being able to maintain it and really create a whole new way of eating and living and moving in the world. So think back to all the times you've gone on a diet or a cleanse, or decided to start, I'm air quoting, eating healthy, like tomorrow or on Monday. I was just talking to, I just had a consult yesterday and we were talking to me, he's like, I'm always starting tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, I used to always be starting Monday. And so, so many people, I'm sure you can relate to that. Think back to all those times. If you are like me and like many of my clients, you kind of started from desperation, You started from shame, kind of from thoughts like, I have to do this, from thoughts like, this is unacceptable, Um, like my body is unacceptable, the way I'm living is unacceptable, Um, I can do better. And maybe some of those felt powerful, like I know I can do better, that might feel kind of hopeful, but I think a lot of it is this undertow of like desperation and, um, and shame. Like the way I'm living my life is unacceptable. I shouldn't be growing out of my clothes or maybe like I have to lose weight for a wedding or a reunion. And even this whole, I have to, as if it's, again, we're talking about your why when we're telling ourselves we have to do it. We're not acknowledging we want it. We're saying we have to, that never feels good. Think about having one of the jobs you had with like a manager you didn't really like. We've all had one and you had to do things because this manager or boss told you you had to. That's never fun. We don't ever want to look at treating our body like something we have to do, like a, a, a jerk boss is telling us to do it. 
So what is the energy of everything I just said? The energy is shame, unhappiness, frustration, hopelessness. And we know from everything I've been teaching you here on the podcast is if that is how we're feeling, it's going to lead us to taking actions in our lives that really don't feel good. And then it's going to lead us to a result that really we don't want. The energy is everything. So I'm going to make a bold statement here. You will not lose weight and be able to maintain it in a calm and loving and permanent way from a negative energy. You certainly won't be able to maintain it. I mean, you could willpower it for sure. We've all done that. We've all willpowered our way into a two-week diet, lost weight. But I'm talking about like legit change that you're able to maintain. It's not going to happen from a frustrated, desperate, shameful place. And what I want to offer you is the process really can be amazing. Having the process be loving, beautiful, and amazing is available to you. So what is your why? And you don't have to share it with anyone else. It can be totally private, but I think it's really worthwhile even taking a moment to think about it, maybe even stopping the podcast and thinking, why do I want this? Now, I'm sure you're going to say, I want to just, you know, feel like I look better. And that's a great why. Like, I, I mean, that most of us, that will be one of our whys. But let's go even deeper than that. Like, what, what is your why? You want to look, you want to look a certain way. Why? Like, go deeper. Keep asking yourself why. So if you say, I want to feel like I fit better in my clothes. Okay, that's a great why. Why do you want to? look better and feel better in your clothes. What's the why under that? Well, because then I feel like I would be more confident. Okay. Why do you want to feel more confident? Well, then I think I would just be happier. So like, keep going back, keep asking yourself why, why, why for a lot of people, a lot of people, my age group and up, I'm 46. A lot of times we're looking at we're starting to feel aging. We're starting to be like, oh, we are starting, we are not 20 anymore. And so we're starting to kind of feel ourselves aging. And a lot of our why is for me, I think if I'm going to be doing well at 80, 90, 100, I need to be doing well now. What I'm doing now is directly going to affect how I'm doing when I'm older. So that's part of my why. I want to I want to get healthy now so I can be healthy then. And then the answer, I would ask myself, why? Why do I want to be healthy now so I can be healthy then? Because I want to be able to extend my time of being able to travel, of being able to dance at one of my grandkids' weddings when I, oh gosh, it makes me emotionally even thinking about that. But that's what, that's why this work is so powerful. <laughs> Here I go again, crying on the podcast. But so when you start going, okay, why, why do you want to be doing well at 80? Oh, because I want to be able to, I want to be able to go to Africa when I'm 85 and actually be moving around. Oh, I want to be able to still do yoga when I'm 90. Okay. Why is that? Because I want to extend my life. I want to, I want to be able to babysit my grandkids. I want to be able to get up and down off the floor with my grandkids. Why? because I want to be able to be like in my grandkids life, not just be someone they see once in a while and hug once in a while. I want to be even more than more than I was with my grandparents, right? I want to have more of an active role in their life. So you can see this can be really powerful. Like what knowing your why is so powerful. Can you see how it's so much more powerful than going, uh, I'm going to start on Monday. I really need to lose this weight. There's nothing powerful about that. 
And a lot of times when we really know our why, we can really tap into how will we feel when this why is achieved. When we have lost weight and then it's been six months and we've maintained it and we are feeling so energized, so excited, so proud. And and then also not only energized, proud, excited, but it's starting to normalize because that's what happens. When you start maintaining it, you start that little voice that goes, you're going to go back. You're going to gain the weight back. You're not going to be able to maintain it. You're going to fuck this up. That voice, it starts to get lower and lower and lower and it starts to not have a hold on you. That's an amazing place to be. How will that feel? So your why connects you to all of these feelings and visions of the future. When we like our why, our reason for doing something, we can continue to go back to it when things get hard, when life gets in the way. So right now I work with people for six months. And the reason I work with people for six months, because there's um, a lot of people that would be like, oh my gosh, that seems like a long time. In fact, sometimes when I'm doing a a consultation, people will say, oh my God, six months. And I assure them, well, you're going to start losing weight right away. But the reason I want to be with you for six months is I want you to learn how to do this. If we work together for 12 weeks right now, someday I probably will have a 12 week program, but right now when we work together for six months, it allows you to have moments where you don't believe, where you lose track of your why. And then I can reconnect you back to your why. And I can really teach you the fundamentals of doing this work, of going back to your why, of changing your brain, of changing your beliefs. So when life gets in the way, I'm here for you. And then I'm going to teach you to constantly go back to your why. One of the ways we think intentionally is going back to our why. It's like redeciding that we want something, recommitting to why we are doing what we're doing and why we're going in a specific direction. And so you're going to be going throughout your life and all of a sudden you're going to have stuff happen in your life that is not good and you're going to want to go back to this why to remind yourself this is why I'm doing what I'm doing this is my envision this is the way I want to be feeling so before I got to my ideal weight I was about 12 pounds overweight and I love saying that to you because there's a lot of people I coach with I coach with some women that want to lose 50 70 pounds I also coach with some women that have been struggling for 10 15 25 pounds for a long time and it's not only the struggle of the weight it's the mental struggle and this is really what I experienced not just I I was having a hard time losing even 12 pounds but I was miserable and I was frustrated with my weight with not fitting into my clothes with constantly negotiating with myself that I wanted to lose weight and then I'm like but my husband says I look great I should just not worry about this I need to enjoy life and then I mean it was this constant it felt a crazy and usually during the day I'd wake up very committed and then by the night I would be like fuck it it doesn't matter and I would overeat and so I really wanted to share with you for me it was 12 pounds Don't feel like if you only have 10 pounds to lose that it is not worth your time because it's not just the weight, it's the mental space that we are taking up with thoughts of food in our body and I want it, I don't want it and the shame of all of it. 
So I finally came up with a powerful enough why to lose the weight and keep it off. And for me, that why that was so powerful was I started having hip pain in both of my hips and I had no idea why. It certainly wasn't because of the 12 pounds, but I had gone to have blood work done and it didn't really show anything. I had gone to multiple doctors, multiple physical therapists. I had one doctor telling me that let's inject both hips. And I'm like, well, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like it's solving for the problem. And I really felt like my why was I am in my early 30s and I am too young to be feeling hip pain. And I also felt like I wanted to fit back into my clothes. But the why really was the hip pain. I was actually getting out of the car after even a short drive. And I it took me a few minutes to stand up straight, both hips. It was really, really weird. So I had a strong why. I'm like, this is unacceptable. And so what I decided to do is I really thought, I wonder if I have some kind of autoimmune condition condition and any kind of little research you do even on Google kind of tells you for most like um, autoimmune disorders or conditions they tell you to take out flour dairy and sugar and so I did that because I had a strong why like I've got to fix this right I want to fix this I'm too young to have to be dealing with this and so it did make my hip pain a little better and I'll just total side note it did make it didn't solve it but it did make my hip pain a little better I ended up finding a new physical therapist and working with her for like almost 20 weeks she was like we really need to strengthen your butt and your hips and your legs and that eventually is what really solved for the hip pain which was great Great. Um, but I do think the flour, sugar, and dairy was totally helpful. I'm taking a moment to tell you that I work privately one-on-one -on -one with women to help them lose weight permanently and create a body they love. This is not a diet program. This is a customized program to teach you how to eat the way you want to eat forever. No more restriction, no more willpower. No more losing weight only to sabotage and then gain it back again. The problem is not you. We women are so hard on ourselves and we think if we could just get motivated or more determined, if we could find the right diet plan or cut out certain foods, we will lose weight and be happy. But the answer is changing your brain and how you think and feel, changing your self-image and how you talk to yourself, learning how to trust yourself. This is how you lose weight permanently. It sounds too good to be true, but I promise you it's not. The work I do with my clients is powerful, exciting, and loving, and it's hard work too, but the result is change forever. The women I work with are smart and successful in so many areas of their life. They just haven't been able to figure out their body. This is where I come in. Head to my website to schedule a consultation and we can talk about all the details. Back to the podcast. But I'm going to tell you, after I lost the weight and then really kind of reset the way I've eaten and kept it that way forever, what started happening for me was I got rid of the mind drama. I got rid of the constantly obsessing about my body, constantly being frustrated every time I walked into my closet, constantly feeling like I didn't know what to eat, what, do I, what am I doing? It, just the brain space of thinking about my body and food really went away and that was the gift right so it's so funny and my why was to help my hips it did help my hips a little bit for sure but what it gave for me was this freedom and this limitlessness that I found from kind of getting unaddicted to all the sugar and flour and all of that and really deciding this is how I want to eat forever
And so one thing that might happen for you is you might change your why as you lose weight and you start to just kind of live in a normal, thinner body. If your normal changes and you start living in a thinner body, it's really common that your why changed. So my why went into this wanting to solve for my hip pain. Well, clearly my hip pain was solved, ended up being solved really from physical therapy. But once I got to this place where I lost the weight and I'm like, oh my God, it's been a few months. I'm not putting the weight back on. I'm eating totally different. This is easy. I feel like ease and limitlessness and I feel just lighter like in my brain. All of a sudden, I'm like, what is my new why? And my new why has changed to now, I want to constantly be getting healthier and healthier and healthier. And one of the reasons I came up with that why is, I think a lot of times as we age, it's we, you know, we're even... As a society, we're talking about the decline of all of it. We're not talking about the improvement of all of it. And you can find evidence out there, people who didn't even start working out until they were 60, that they have changed their life, changed their habits, changed the way they look, changed the way they feel. So for me, can I constantly getting be getting better and better? Yes. So that is now my why is I'm always getting better. And it even affects my day to day. Like I was... Um, normally, <laughs> normally we, we have a really big pool and it's a light bottom pool. And so it doesn't get very warm and it's, I'm not a big fan of cold water, but my pool does not get very warm. And so for the last few summers, we put the pool in probably five years ago for the last few summers, I don't get in probably till mid July. Cause I'm like, it's too cold. And I'm just kind of a pansy about the whole thing, but I have been like, you know what? I'm getting healthier and healthier. This is my new why, right? I want to be getting healthier and healthier and healthier constantly expanding, constantly increasing my capacity to do more physically and mentally, all those things. And so I decided this week, it's 95 degrees outside. I don't care how cold the pool is. I'm getting in and I'm jumping in really quick. And so I have been swimming and I'm starting to swim more and more and more. And again, it goes back to this why I want to constantly be getting better. I swam in the pool yesterday farther than I probably swam in years. So that's my why. And your why directly affects what you do on a day-to-day basis. And the stuff we do, the little tiny things that make up our day is what creates our results in our life. So don't discount those little things. So now I eat very healthy. I'm not on a no sugar, no flour, no dairy protocol, except for I do don't eat a lot of those things. Um, It's very easy to be at the weight I am. I trust myself to eat healthy 95% of the time. And then when I do decide to not eat healthy, it's totally not a problem. I have no drama. My body doesn't change. I get right back to after that meal, I get right back to eating the way I always eat. It's just peaceful. And so this brings us to the next often overlooked necessity of weight loss. It's believing it's possible to lose weight and keep it off. Now you probably believe it's possible to lose weight because you've probably done that, but you probably don't believe it's possible to lose weight and keep it off. At least that's where a lot of my clients come to me. They're like, I've lost weight. I've done this dance before right? And, but I've never kept it off. That's why they come to me. And so that's what we talk about is, but this is going to be different. You have to believe it's possible to lose and keep it off. 
you don't need to believe this 100%. We never really believe 100% really until we end up getting there. And even then sometimes we're like, I've done it, but can I do it again? Can I keep doing it, right? You just need to start with a little bit of belief and maybe even hope. Maybe even a little bit of hope is what is needed to move you forward. And how you find hope and find a little bit of belief is find evidence that it could be true. And so even if you can't find evidence in your own life, start with evidence outside of you. Are there people around you If it's not in your inner circle, are there people in the world? Can you follow people? I mean, this is one of those ways we can use social media to our benefit. Can you follow people on social media that are actually showing you what is possible? Can you actually get on social media and instead of watching cat videos, can you watch videos of women doing the things that you want to do? And that is finding evidence that it is possible. Finding evidence to support that it even might be possible for you is so powerful. And here's what I want to offer you as well is when it comes to believing something new, believing that something different is possible for you, this is what that looks like. Right now, I'm thinking you're like, okay, I know I've lost weight before, but I really don't believe I can keep it off because I've never been able to do it, which really is looking backwards. It's it's basing our future plans based on what we've done in the past, which we never want to do. If we're focused on what we've done in the past, we're just going to keep recreating the past, living the same life over and over and over. So what you can do is this. You can almost... In, in, you can't see me, but picture me having like my hands out, like I'm holding two platters, like I'm a waitress. And so one of these hands is holding your old belief. Like I've never been able to keep the weight off. We're going to go there because I know that there's probably a little belief that you have lost weight before. And then in the other hand, that's a, so that's your old belief. That's really like you believe it to your core. I've never been able to do it. Right. And you might be able to find a lot of evidence to, to prove that. And so then on your other hand, I want you to imagine that you're holding a belief and the new belief like can be, I can easily weigh what I want to weigh, maintain it and be healthy and have an even more amazing life. And the reason I add that even more amazing life is a lot of times people are like, oh, well, I believe I can lose weight and maintain it, but I'm not going to enjoy myself because I'm going to have to give up wine or I'm going to have to give up flour and sugar or I'm going to have to intermittent fast. All that is bullshit. Not true. And so I want to say that again, I can easily maintain the weight I want to be at. I can be healthy and have an even more amazing life. Now, you don't believe that right now. You you might be like, that sounds good, but I don't believe it. That's okay. Can you start hoping? Can you start wanting to believe it? Can you start toying with the idea of maybe it would be possible? And so this is what you do. We've talked a lot about believing new things and how you can start practicing because believing new things is a practice. And I've talked many times on the podcast on how to believe new things and all the different little tips and tricks and stuff that I really believe work. You know, and I'll just give you a little synopsis here as you can be in your car and you can say things out loud. I am starting to believe, you could literally say this out loud. I'm starting to believe that I can lose weight and easily maintain it. And I can be even healthier and have an even more amazing life. Sometimes, and then you might even talk to yourself. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if that's true, but this is what I want to believe. And I'm starting to believe it's true. How could that be true? You could talk to yourself. You could journal to yourself. You could have conversations with friends. Hey, what do you think about this? I'm listening to this podcast. She's saying this. Do you guys think this would be true? And then you could use their evidence to prove or disprove that belief. 
So imagine again, we're going to go back to your holding your hands up with the two platters. You strongly believe you've never been able to do it, so it's not possible. You want to believe that it's possible and your life could be even more amazing. So what do we do? You're probably waiting, waiting with bated breath. Good. What you do is what action would you take today if you believed that you could easily lose weight, maintain it, and have an even more amazing life? What would you do? Do that. What you're currently doing is 99%, I'm sure, is what you're currently doing during your day-to-day is in line with the belief that it's not possible for you. We always act in accordance with our self-concept, with what we believe we're capable of, with what we have proved to be true in the past. What you need to start doing is thinking, if I believed this new belief is true, what would I do and do that? Even if you don't believe it yet. And here's the magic of what's going to happen. When you do that, you are going to get closer to that belief. You're going to start believing it more and more and more. And then you're going to start actually making that your reality. Because that's what we're doing here. We are realizing that our thoughts create our feelings create our actions, and then create the results in our lives. This is the work I do with my clients. They might not know it all the time. They might not be aware. But when we are coaching together every single week, we are gaining more and more evidence. We are believing more and more and more that they can live a more amazing life losing weight and maintaining it. That life will be even better. And they're constantly finding evidence for that to be true. So these really are the two things, knowing your why and believing what you want is possible that are missing from diets. And these are two of the reasons why diets don't work. So if you're listening to this and you want to reach out to me, I would love to talk to you about this and kind of talk to how this could work for you. So feel free to reach out. I hope you have a great Tuesday. If you are ready to lose weight and keep it off permanently, if you have tried diets and you know they don't work and you are ready for real change, I would love to have a conversation with you. I coach women privately one-on-one and am currently offering consultations to talk about working together. Click my link in the show notes or head to CourtneyGrayCoaching.com or you can find me on Instagram at CourtneyGrayCoaching.